This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for two fifty and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome in to another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Well, we're, we're going to talk about people who invent things you know from time to time we like to showcase different folks in the community who have stories that are interesting uh, advice that would help people and there are a whole lot of people out there who have great ideas and they have no idea how to bring it to marketplace so with us today to talk about this a guy who spent his life inventing things and bringing things to marketplace yeah you give that face you you've done a lot his name is jeff monks jeff how are you Doing fine, Rob. Thanks for uh, the opportunity to talk to you today. Uh, Now, you are a small business guy. You've been a small business guy most of your life. You've sort of always sort of made your own way. Would that be a correct assertion? Yeah, I treaded water for years, uh, trying to uh, always stay uh, above the uh, above the water. <laughs> <laughs> and you did. You've done very well for yourself. You had a company for all called what was it? Equip- Equipcon, right? Equipcon, correct. You know, what and what did that do? That was your company. It was. Yeah, it, with that company, I was in the non-destructive testing industry. Uh, equipment consulting was actually formed originally uh, to take a silver reclamation system to market, primarily with the Department of Defense and aerospace companies doing a lot of X-ray. Uh, part of the x-ray process back in the day well, used film, whereas today it's gone digital. So you're using computer uh, programming to, to generate images, uh, meaning that the film is no longer a consumable uh, uh, product. Sort of like real film. Like real film. Yeah, but yeah, in yeah. processing the film, you would, you would go through developer, then fixer, and then a, a water rinse. And the fixed uh, uh, agent would strip the emulsion from the film in the areas exposed and would generate silver. And that silver would be carried over to the wash water. Point being, and a lot of people are hearing this going, huh? Uh, yeah, but you, you made money at that. You were good at that. Uh, you also owned, a, you owned an ice cream stand or something at one point, didn't I, you? I had an ice cream store up in Lowell, and that was probably the most joy I've had in my life. It was uh, the first business that I had where I was dealing with a, a, a retail. 
yeah. business. And and the, the great thing there was the customers came in happy. They were coming in for ice cream and to play games. And Jeff is probably uh, the worst job. Jeff, that was the most funny ever. The worst time he ever had was Jeff was my boss. For, that was uh, horrible. Yes, for a couple of years. And uh, Jeff had a great internet radio station up in Noblesville when internet radio was like primitive. It was like the last relay tower out there. Remember, we'd go places and people would go, internet radio, what is that? It was incredible, Rob, because I mean, I, at that time, AOL radio did not exist. Pandora was not even dreamed in anybody's head yet. And internet radio was, was something that folks could not comprehend. Yeah, and so you sort of... Uh, expanded out you had this massive internet radio presence all over hamilton county in fact you were all over central indiana and again this was a time this was before youtube or facebook or uh uh anything i think myspace was hanging out there somewhere we, we used myspace quite a bit for our indie music showcase back then and we would uh grab artists that were unsigned and bring them in and, and, and showcase them each week now the point i bring out this is you're a creative guy you know how to invent things and bring them to market and make them a consumable for the community, you have a new product out, and then we're going to start talking about how people can do this stuff. What is this thing you're working on? It's super interesting. Well, what what I'm working on now is bringing to market a laundry supply hose, basically a hose for your washing machine. Okay, that sounds really. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a synopsis on this. You tell me if I'm right. That sounds really boring, but really essential. Exactly. Okay, perfect. What is it? Well, anybody who has a washing machine has to hook that washing machine up to a hot and cold water line. And okay. when you do that, you, you pick up your, your, your hoses uh, from, from the hardware store or wherever you buy your, your appliances, and you hook up your house to your washing machine. Right. And, and folks think, okay, I've hooked it up. No worries. Right. Uh, the issue is that the washing machine supply hose is the number one cause of water damage in the country. Number one. Number one. That's interesting. Apart from Mother Nature. Okay. Apart from Mother Nature. Why is that? Well, there's several reasons. Uh, it, it really comes down to the fact, uh, I, I would give you a couple of points. Number one, almost every hose in the market, in fact, every hose in the market is using a rubber uh, material. Uh, so a rubber hose is flexible, it's cheap, uh, uh, folks have just accepted it because it was always available. And then the design of the hose itself creates issues as well. Uh, let's talk about the rubber product first. In the U.S., Israel, and Australia, the only three countries in the world uh, they use chlorine and chloramine as a disinfectant in the water. Now, it works very well to make the drinking water safe. Like the swimming pool, right? Basically, right, yeah, right, or yeah. Clorox, uh, call it what you like. Yeah, sure. But by adding chlorine and, and more recently, chloramine, which is essentially ammonia added to the water, uh, it, 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 it does kill microorganisms. It does make the drinking water safe. It makes it taste a little funny. Uh, for folks outside the country, they don't like the taste very much. Uh, but what it also does is it has a very aggressive chemical reaction to rubber. It causes rubber to become brittle, to swell, uh, to, to crack, <clears throat> and, and, and in the case of a, a hose connected to your washing machine, it causes that hose to leak and burst. All right, so what have you come up with? Well, it's not actually my invention. This is a company that I worked with based in Italy, and they came up with a product that we call a safety hose. What does it do? <clears throat> what it does is supplies water to your washing machine. But in doing that, it, it has some clever design features that allow you to, to have peace of mind knowing that the number one cause of water damage is not going to cause damage in your house. It essentially provides water to the washing machine. But in the event of a failure, whether it be a pinhole leak uh, or a full-out burst, that water never hits the floor. That's fascinating. So, okay, so, and again, this is Jeff Monks. We're talking about inventing things today because there's so many people in central indiana who say i've got 
got this idea or I have this product. I don't know how to get it to market. Jeff is really good at coming up with ideas and bringing things to market. What's the name of this thing? It is Safety hose, mechanical safety hose. <laughs> I, really, really branched out there. Simplicity, it? simplicity really sells. I mean, let's just say what the product is and what it does. And, and, and really, it's, it's an item that once somebody sees it, they say, wow, it just makes sense. And, I need that. Okay, so I, I get like Edison sitting around and goes, okay, it's really dark in here. We need to have light. I'll invent a, a light bulb. Or the Wright brothers said, boy, Travel is slow. We'll invent a plane so that w- people can travel or Ford and the you know Model T. Not that Ford they technically invented the car, but you know what I'm saying. I get how people come up with those ideas. Are you guys like sitting around going, "This is happening"? How do you come up with an idea like this? Well, we were based in the appliance industry. That was primarily our focus, providing components and subsystems to appliance OEMs. So your Whirlpool, GE, right, Bosch. Those were customers, and we would provide electromechanical uh, devices that would go into their major home appliances. And, and just being in that industry, you become keenly aware of issues that exist, and those issues become opportunities. So you knew. It's not like you're sitting there. You're not uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor and going, oh, goodness, this would be nice to invent this. You sort of know about this stuff. Correct, yes. I mean, it really started back when the appliance manufacturers would be more than happy to sell you a washer and dryer for your home. Okay. But uh, suddenly the consumer began to realize they no longer included supply hoses. Again, our guest is Jeff Monks. We're talking about inventing things today. Not only inventing things, but bringing them to market. We're going to take a quick break. Hear from our underwriters. We come back, we're going to talk about how you market an invention. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 53 89 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. 
Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Our guest today, Jeff Monks. We're talking about inventing things, and he uh, is with us today because he's done a lot of this stuff, coming up with ideas, bringing things to market, making things work, and he has a product now called... The Mechanical Safety Hose. And it does what? It protects homeowners from water damage, from the number one cause of water damage, which is the washing machine supply hose. All right, so in the last segment, we talked about how you come up with this idea. You guys are in that industry. You were talking about how uh, there is a need for this. You guys discover a need for this because chlorine eats through rubber and essentially makes sure sure it's safer, right? It's It's a way to keep this will not be eaten through by chlorine, right? Uh, correct, although nothing is, is totally impervious to everything. I sure. mean, a, a hose is a hose, and hoses do fail. Right. The, the issue was, when a hose fails, what occurs then? Right. So this probably became a big deal a couple of years ago with the whole Flint, Michigan thing, right? Well, the Flint, Michigan thing is regarding drinking water, and of course that was a situation where lead was being introduced to the water from the old pipes and, and lead-based solder. And in that case, it was a, 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 a salinity problem, I believe, coming in or, or an acidic uh, acid level being too high at the uh, with the new water supply, but it's become a real issue. And now drinking water has become front page news and and something that folks are concerned about everywhere. I just yesterday read about several other cities that are now looking at uh, uh, drinking water issues and issuing filters to their to their residents. In fact, one school or public building I saw recently is is actually saying, please don't drink from the drinking fountain. That's absurd. But uh, that's the issue today. It's a very hot topic because folks want safe drinking water. Okay. All right. So you have this product, and we talked last thing about how you guys come up with the idea for the product. Now you got to get it to people, right? Correct. Like that's, the ch- that's what matters, right? That- you could have the best idea in the world if you can't get it to people. What are you guys doing right now? So let me tell you what we've done. Uh, and it, it's uh, it's a, a, a grueling process to bring a product to market. Because uh, I saw you do in some sort of infomercial yesterday. You were like the ShamWow guy or something. Yeah, right? I, I apologize for not being quite as entertaining as ShamWow. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> but uh, you know, what, what, the way that this started was three years ago. I was given the challenge to bring this to market. Um, now, what does that mean? Does somebody come to you, your guys, and say, "Monks, you're the guy"? What what happened? Well, yeah, as an employee of the company, my job as a sales director of North America was to bring products to market. Uh, this particular product was one that uh, was very intriguing because what it does is so phenomenal, and how it does it is so creative uh, that it was it was obvious when people see this product, they'll want the product. But in order to bring it to market, it's a very very difficult task. Yeah, because uh, somebody might be sitting right now, and I have many friends who have invented things over the years, and it just hasn't like worked out for them, even though they seem like cool inventions. What do you do? What are you guys doing? What have you done? So what you have to do is you have to go to the distribution channels. The channels in bringing a product to the consumer market are very complex uh, and very difficult to penetrate. Uh, this product, for instance... It's like a closed-door society sort of thing? Well, Skull and bones? It's just difficult to get in. Yeah. I mean, you look at Lowe's and Home Depot with thousands and thousands and thousands of skews. Right. Uh, they are not very interested in talking to a guy with a clever product and a single SKU vendor. <laughs> it costs a lot of money to set a vendor up. 
so you, you, you basically have to look at the different channels available to you. Obviously, you get into the large uh, national chains. It's, it's fantastic and very, uh, very easy to salivate over the possibilities, but it's not realistic to take a single product there. So it requires you work through other channels, meaning representatives, distributors that are providing other similar products, say in the plumbing category or the appliance category, to the large big box stores. And you work through them to try to get a product added uh, into into their offering to the Lowe's, Home Depot, what, what do you what do you do? Like, what would the average person do? do? You start calling these places, going, "Hello, my name is Jeff Monks. I have this product." I mean, five minutes of your time. What do you do? Yes, you do that. Uh, like, like the old oil uh, or energy controversy, all of the above. You do everything. <laughs> uh, you do make calls. You you reach out in your net- network and you find people who may have a connection or a, a a way in. And you attend a lot of different conferences and shows. For me, it was buying groups in the appliance industry uh, to meet people. And in, in that, I was able to bring on about 50 independent appliance dealers throughout the country who do carry the product. And it, This is interesting to me because it seems like in 2017, the world is really open with the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Amazon, what, whatever. But you're saying in terms of this sort of industry or in terms of any really any product getting it into mainstream America, your traditional big box retailer sort of places is still sort of a narrow path, right? Beautiful segue because that's what I thought. In reality, it is a very difficult uh, market to penetrate or channel to penetrate, I would say. Uh, so after three years of effort, let's just say that we were on the precipice of saying we're victorious, we're in the stores. I right. mean, literally that close, and then the company pulled the funding back. So, so take us through just kind of high level because people will be hearing this. What do you mean they pulled the funding back? Like they told you, yes, we love your idea, we're going to do this, and then they said – no, what, what happened? Well, it really was just a matter of uh, continuing the investment to to get to that point. Right. And, and uh, it was not the the stores that pulled back. It was the company who was the manufacturer who typically is selling to OEMs and does not understand or or deal in this channel uh, of, of sales going directly to the consumer market, even through other stores. So where that left me was with the product, a lot of inventory, and a desire to see this through. Because I'd invested three years of my life into this, and I really do believe in the product. And I, I would say, if you believe in your product, that's the first uh, 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 appetizer that you need to to fuel your your hunger to bring it to market and have okay. success. Okay, and that's where we are at now is you're trying to still to get this thing into market. At, at what do you do now and what is the average person because like you said you had a company behind you, you had things going on. Now you're sort of where an inventor even though you didn't invent the product itself, you're sort of where the inventor of a product might be, which is how is a, a regular guy do you get back into this fray and make this thing work? Do you just start dialing the same people again? What do you do? Yes, but uh, really where I've, I've uh, come to a, a new conclusion, uh, and this is based on the last three years of effort and realizing what's involved. Let's just take for a, a moment, let's, let's say XYZ do-it-yourself center uh, may have an interest in this product. They've expressed that interest, but they've also advised they cannot take on a single skew. Uh, vendor. What is a SKU vendor? SKU is uh, your your SKU number uh, okay. on a part. It's just the way that they refer to okay, the, the product. Yeah, so a single SKU vendor is not something that they're interested in. So please deal with one of my other distributors or suppliers. They can add it to their offering. Well, when you do that, you're adding another level. Middleman. A middleman. Right. You're adding a middleman who's carrying paper and adding 10% or whatever the, the cost may be uh, for, for his part into the price of the, the component. So we, we had a retail price of this particular set of hoses of $59. Fifty nine ninety five. Let's just say sixty bucks. By the time 
XYZ DIY Center says this is our margin that we must maintain. This is the cost of warranty and exchanges. This is the cost of, of shipping. This is the cost of promotions and marketing. And then you add another bit in for the middleman. You realize that the product is going to be priced at a point that the market will not bear. And at that point, I had to step back and reconsider how do we go about this. This oh. is 2017, Rob. Okay, so we're going to take another quick break here from our underwriters when we come back. Jeff will tell us, how do you do business in 2017? You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall with us today, Jeff Monks. We're talking about how once you've invented something, a new product, something that has some interest, how you get it into mainstream America. And uh, Jeff, that's where we sort of left off. You have this product. The product is? The mechanical safety hose, laundry supply hose. And you you guys invented this. The company you worked for at the time invented this because chlorine heats through rubber. You were finding a lot of people were having their, their hoses eaten through. And uh, in the last segment, for those who didn't hear, uh, they got it all the way up to where a bunch of companies were interested in potentially putting it in their store. And then the company said, we're out of time, whatever. We're pulling the funding. It has left Jeff with doing this project on his own and now as you said it's 2017 we market things a little different what are you doing now correct it is 2017 rob and uh when we first met it was a internet-based meeting correct it was uh yeah noblesvilleradio.com we have an idea and jeff said that's a great idea exactly and and this is another idea that's a great idea but in 2017 the way you bring products to market is a lot different than before let's just take a look at some very successful businesses amazon the largest retailer in the world owns no inventory Uber. What is that? No, no inventory? No. Uber. Uber is the largest transportation company in the world, valued at $68 billion. They don't own a single car. So we're in a different segment now. We're in a different industry, a different world entirely. So what I did was uh, really took this product and some other products that uh, are, are associated with flood prevention, water damage control, and created a website, nomorefloods.com. Again, I like to keep it simple. Uh, so at nomorefloods.com, we, we market these products. But how do you get the word out there? Of course, today, social media. Yeah. So, so, so it's interesting. I was thinking about this yesterday. Uh, I was flipping through the channels, and there was a – they call infomercials, right, mm-hmm. Ron? And I was thinking – there's not nearly as many infomercials as there used to be. Infomercials used to be a legitimate way. You'd say, like we mentioned, we were laughing earlier, the sham wow guy, you know, you'd see him on there for hours at a time, or Billy Mays when he was still alive. It just doesn't seem like you see those anymore. And so you're saying, hey, if you're inventing something in 2017, 
the, the internet, not the infomercial, is the way to get stuff out because it's, there's no overhead, right? Correct. Yeah. I mean, the, the as seen on TV infomercials, there's a large cut that goes to the, the company producing the commercials. In fact, they ba- basically take over full control of your product and its life cycle in the, in the industry. So if you really care about your product and you want to make sure that it's affordable to everybody that needs it, it's best to do it direct. But it comes with a lot of effort, a lot of uh, additional effort. Uh, you have to do it great, yourself. You'd be great on the infomercials. You'd be a great infomercial guy. You're a very likable guy. I appreciate that. You could have been the ShamWow guy. I could have been. I've, I, I actually didn't, but my boys did buy the ShamWows. <laughs> did you like it? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, uh, again, the website is? NoMoreFloods.com. So you come up with NoMoreFloods.com to sell this product. How do you get it out? Because you can't just put something on. I mean, you can if you're Kim Kardashian. You can put something on your Facebook or Instagram account. A lot of people see it. If you're Trump, but you're, you have a business. You, you got to get people to the website. What do you do now? Is it the same, the same thing, except you're going to these trade shows and marketing the website now? How does it change? How do you get people to your site? At this point, yesterday, I cut my first infomercial. <laughs> And uh, I've had a lot of views and a lot of shares and a lot of people complimenting the product. Again, when people see the product, they like the product. We are, are simply going forward right now with a word-of-mouth campaign direct to the consumer at a price point that any consumer can buy because this product now is priced less than uh, a product uh, that we know is prone to failure. All right, so the average person says, I have an invention. And this, I'm going to ask you this because this is a real-world example of somebody I knew several years ago who had a great invention that just it didn't. It hasn't, whatever, worked out. Average person in 2017, I have this invention. I want to get it in the hands of people. What do I do? Give us that two- or three-minute synopsis of what these people should be doing. Let me tell you, I, I go to the National Hardware Show every year in Vegas. That's a real thing? It is, and it's an incredible show. It is just massive. It fills up the entire convention center with people sharing their wares, trying to get other people to to bring those products into their offering and to sell them. And the most exciting hall at the National Hardware Show is the New Inventions Hall. That's an actual thing That's an actual thing, too. Yes. Oh, that's cool. And when you walk in there, I'm telling you, the excitement level is so high that it's infectious. You walk through the room, down the aisle. You do not get past a, a single exhibition booth without somebody grabbing your arm and giving you their elevator pitch. They have 20 seconds to impress you. And the passion that an inventor has is, is so incredible. And, and so many folks try and try to get them to market. It is not an easy task. It does take a lot of effort. Uh, but I think that the, the number one issue is your passion. It's interesting you say that because we started with we, we you had a really great internet company years ago long before internet radio was a prevalent uh, a prevalent thing it was really you were sort of a pioneer in that um, certainly in this state but it's interesting I think about radio too how similar radio is as a broadcaster like trying to get a job in radio it's almost like you're not at a, at a trade show but you're literally trying to grab people that make decisions by the arm and go give me twenty seconds and try to hire me it's just, it's fascinating to see that that goes on even in that profession too in in, in the real world that goes on daily exactly. Exactly. Jeff, thanks for being with us today. Again, the product and the website was? NoMoreFloods.com. And the name of the product? The name of the product is the mechanical safety hose. It is a double fail-safe laundry supply hose. Even if it fails, Rob, not a drop of water hits the ground. You know, it's and it's fascinating. Guys like you, I have so much admiration for because you're willing to come on the show and tell people the secrets, like your pluses, your failures, and you've had to go through those, so maybe it spares somebody or gives them some advice on you know, making making their product uh, great again. The best advice I can give, Rob, to your listeners is if you have passion for something, follow it.
have faith, uh, be resilient, and uh, be go into this expecting to be kicked down and knocked down many times. You just have to get back up one more time. All right. Uh, don't forget to miss any part of today's show on Jeff's advice for inventing your product, bringing your product to market. Check out a podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. You can go back and listen anytime you want. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for two fifty and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues faced in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. 
Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.